0: Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan.
1: Greetings. Welcome on board. WKOK's live telephone talk show on the mark. i Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe is directly across from me. He ran unopposed in the mayoral race in Shemoka Dam, and he, too, won by one vote. <laughs> that was your vote, I presume? You no. Know, I, I asked someone else to do it. I just didn't <laughs> want to be.
2: <laughs> well, maybe your lovely bride voted for you? I saw that. I saw a race on TV. I was looking Milton. at it. It kept showing us. No, not. Uh, it was actually a vote of one to nothing.
1: Oh, I it see. It was
2: for a in some community up in the Scranton-Wilkes-Barre area, I thought, man, that, that must be a misprint. But it just said, you know, you think the other guy didn't even go to the polls. Oh, my gosh.
1: <laughs> well, maybe he mailed in or he or she mailed in. Well, that's possible. Because they all have not everything or had to do a provisional <laughs> or voted from overseas or something. Well, you, did you hear the president making
2: his apologies? That wasn't his fault. Buck stops here, except it doesn't stop with me. Oh, about the Democratic take or the Republican sweep? Yeah, he didn't take any any responsibility for that and doubled down saying it's really because the American people are upset that he didn't give them his trillions of dollars Build uh, oh, Back Better plan.
1: Is that what it Talk
2: is? Talk about a guy who's oh, t- absolutely tone deaf. <laughs> really? That's funny. Maybe. Hey heavens, oh. Joe Manchin must be the only person in the National Democratic Party with any <laughs> common insane. sense. Well, he and Kristen Sinema.
1: Right. All right. Well, that sets the tone for today, but we can talk about local issues, too. We do have one vote that, uh, at this moment, is just one vote distance in Milton for the mayor, but uh, there are provisional ballots and uh, some other ballots yet to be counted, so we'll wait. absentee ballots, I think they were uh, to do that. Uh, Matt is following that story, so stay tuned to the newsroom today, we may get some, uh, may get some additional information. A, a lot of people are addressing it like, oh, you know, how are we going to resolve it if it's a tie, or what, you know, what if the other person wins, but honestly I, I think uh, until votes are unofficial, you know, it, there it's all just trends until they solidify it and make it official. So,
2: Well, uh, they recounted by hand, so and they right, got the yeah, same that result. Was, yeah, so. that's what
1: Matt was saying, so good for him. If, so. yeah, if you want to uh, follow this, stay tuned to WKOK.com. We'll have news about this throughout the day. Uh, on the mark, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Please check them out at sunburymotors.com. You can call us now 1-800-795- Nine five six five is our telephone number. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. You can email us at onthemarketkok.com and you can text us at seven zero two three six. Include the keyword OTM, and uh, we'll get your text. If you sent us a text yesterday and we didn't get to it, I think there might have been some we didn't get to. Send it again, and we'll try to get to those texts as soon as possible. We can talk about President Joe Biden. He was at the climate summit. I'm assuming he's back in the U.S. And we are going to be. He's going to be talking about the Republicans sweep which extended easily into Pennsylvania with row offices and a wide range of other office holders in the world. And but um,
2: what was interesting to me also was that there was a report this morning that the Democrats lost quite a few school boards around the country someone did a report on on school board elections and mm. apparently the, the
1: democrats lost quite a few well maybe that would make sense because of uh, some of the topics that we've been talked about uh, for somehow I'm not sure how it got to this but uh, democrats are viewed as the mask mandate vaccine mandate right. and uh, uh, common sense people and of course there's a lot of pushback against well, those m- kinds of things
2: looking at the story oh, and critical about, race
1: theories right part, uh, the part
2: tribune part, so. news survey about Governor Ron DeSantis, but everybody's making it sound, the left-wing liberal media, if you will, the mainstream media is making it sound like that these were really Donald Trump supporters who came out in droves to push this terrible white supremacist over the the, uh, top in Virginia. You know, they can't concede that there could possibly be anger or backlash over the Democrats and the Biden administration and the things they're doing, this wokeness. I heard a, a, one of the Democratic strategists this morning on one of, the, one of the talking heads, admittedly it was on Fox, say that the wokeness is going to hurt the Democratic Party. You know that they need to stop being woke and start focusing on what really matters to the American people, like inflation. Uh, you know the high cost of everything going going forward, uh,
1: supply chain problems. We need to go down to Washington and give Joe Biden some advice if he wants to stay in office another four years. Which, I, I don't think he can make another. No, four I don't years. think he could do that. But uh, if he wants, uh, you know, Kamala Harris or the Democratic Party to be, but do you remember that our good caller Mike from Bloomsburg said, you know, don't worry about all this yak yak when it comes to the polls next year and in the future democrats will still rule
2: well they may well maybe because know. of the wokeness i think if they if they turn themselves around but i mean to double down on this stuff when the american people obviously the the primary factor in the virginia governor's race was the economy mm-hmm. education was second but it was a very strong second but still the economy And
1: if we learned anything from Bill Clinton, it's the economy, stupid. Yeah, who said that? Was that James Carville who first said that? Okay. Yep, the raging Cajun. 1-800-795-9565. One of our good listeners says, Good morning, President Biden said that $450,000 for President Trump's separation at the borders is false more lies from republicans well now stop and think about that for a minute he was questioned by peter
2: ducey and ducey tried to ask him this question before Fox News, right and he tried to ask him this question earlier and and uh, biden walked out of the room without answering it but yesterday he answered it and he said it was false and a, a false story, but he didn't say they weren't planning on offering. You know, he said $450,000 was wrong. <laughs> yeah, he didn't say it wasn't $449,000. 449, that's <laughs>
1: exactly what I was thinking. not funny? We think erroneously the same way. Yeah, well, it's still, but I mean, that's true. Uh, is He didn't
2: deny that they were planning on giving money these people. He just said that the story of
1: $450,000 was false. Well, do you see both sides of this at all? I mean, I understand how if uh, you come to the U.S. and you're here illegally, we have an obligation to treat you humanely, and then if we've separated you from your children, we're supposed to put you and your children back together and deport all of you. We've separated, we've kept adults here in prison. We have no idea where some of the kids are. You know, some parents are still separated from their kids. It's not like they were slowly reunited we took their kids away and then lost track of them so is is that are we liable or or did you relinquish all that stop and
2: think about it who is at fault here
1: who came to this country illegally that's my question do we relinquish all uh, sort of human opportunities for you know for good standards of morality when you What about the
2: good standard of morality when you come to this country illegally? You've broken a good standard of morality. Have you not? No,
1: I see your point. I I, I really do see both sides of this issue. You know, if you don't have standing, it's like if a burglar sues somebody, they get hurt burgling a place, you know, trying to break in through the roof of a building. And and they fall down and break their leg and and then file a lawsuit against the... You should add a stepladder underneath the hole in the roof I cut there.
2: I mean, you know, we we separate parents from children all the time. If a parent commits a crime, they're sent to jail. Oh,
1: I see. We don't, well, yeah, we don't offer citizens, them uh, recompense for having been separated, do we? Well, if we do so illegally or wrongly, you might have to compensate a family. But, you know, hey, these are not U.S. Well, citizens. Well, no, the concept
2: there is you are responsible for your criminal act. You did it, so, you know, don't blame society if you wind up having some unpleasant consequences. And yet here we're talking about the exact opposite. Oh, let's give them a lot of money. Stan, you're on the mark from Danville.
3: Yeah, I'm going to ask a question here because I don't have the answer uh trump yeah you know when Trump was in uh, the border patrol, they separated the kids from the parents because they had to uh one thing they had to do was prove paternity because uh, the you know the cartels are trafficking kids across to get other people across they were using kids as uh basically decoys to get other adults across the border, and they know that happened, so they were separating the kids to prove that they were uh you know. Not whether the paternity of the, the kids to the parents, supposed parents, let's put it that way. But is it the only during the Trump administration that this was going on or was it going on years before?
2: Well, I would suspect. I would suspect it's been going on for a long time. We know some
1: separations happened under President Obama's administration, and oh. I'm, I'm assuming... And they called okay. Obama the deporter-in-chief. Yeah, I don't think they looked to any particular president as being solely responsible for separating kids. It was okay. just uh, the ACLU's <laughs> defending the families because they came to the U.S. illegally and uh, were, uh, you know, injured by U.S. laws, so to speak.
3: Uh huh. But but all you hear in a news media was Trump air separations. Trump air. So Obama was president, Bush was president. Then you don't think any of that was going on then? Sure, it I was. pretty much probably do.
1: You still there, Stan? Yeah, yeah I'm oh, here. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, could be. Yeah, no, nobody knows. <laughs> we don't know. Anybody who yeah, does so. know, call Stan.
3: Yeah, well, I, I don't know. I'm just I'm just assuming because, you know, it would make sense that, you know, Trump just didn't come up with, just like the remain in Mexico policy, that was law, written into law during the Clinton administration. He signed a bill for the migrant protection protocols, which means that if they're caught in this country, they're returned to, to the country that they came from, not necessarily from, but crossed over from into, into our country, which is Mexico. So Trump enforced that, and they... And, and and our fine president that's in office now said it was immoral and, how did he put it? I, I can't remember the exact. Name. basically immoral and not the American way. Basically is how he said it. You know it was just you know just just terrible terrible that they would make them stay in Mexico inhumane I think was might have been, wasn't one of the words. So you know it's law. So right now our fine president is violating federal law. And several courts have told him that he can't has to stop violating federal law, and he needs to keep you know remove these people from the country and put them back into Mexico where they came from. But yet he continues to violate federal law. When is the hammer going to be dropped on this administration for violating federal law? Because if I violate federal law, my tail is in one of the local federal prisons.
1: Well, what do possible. you know about complying with federal law? <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh, every day I come in here, Mark, I got to comply with federal law. I if I don't and the ATF comes in, my tail will be in the courts and possibly in prison, depending on. What happens, or what I may or may not have done.
1: All right. you can get in trouble for not dotting the i's. So you make sure exactly. you do that. All right, keep in touch. Thank you so much, Stan. Yeah, thanks, Appreciate Dan. the call. We All will right, take I'm more. Going. Thank you. We will take more comers. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five is our telephone number. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. Do not text us right now at seven zero two three six with the keyword OTM. Um, I don't have any idea what this machine is doing now, <laughs> but uh, we will. We probably won't get it. So so, all 800 uh, Email us at onthemarkatwklok.com. And uh, we're talking, we're still kind of wrapping up our discussion about the election this year. New Jersey governor eked out a victory. Should have been an easy win for the Democrat, but uh, he barely won, although he promises to be everybody's governor. So that's always good to hear. That didn't sound like he was pr- promising to uh, be that's, everybody's that's, governor. Well, that's what President Biden said, too. Right. Well, we know how that worked out. Turns out he's really not anybody's president. But that's another issue. All right. Call us now. 1-800-795-9565.
4: When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way. And then there's the SMC way. The other guy's
1: All right, welcome back to the KFK Live Telephone talk Show on the mark. 1-800-795-9565 is the telephone number. Whenever a good listeners sends us a note, says good morning, gentlemen. Go ahead, Joe. Said, so, did you hear about the newest illegal immigrant? He was playing a
2: 17-year-old, and he murdered the father of a family that was sponsoring him in Florida. That family has four children. They found out he was really 24 years old. We don't
1: know who's coming here. And that's true. We
2: don't know who's coming here. That's yeah, a sad story. Is, uh, I mean, it was on the news this morning. It's a very sad story. It's a
1: tough situation. And, you know, and I think a, a moment ago, either on mic or off mic, I said this is really a significant homeland security issue. If you have a porous border, you're not going to be able to stop somebody who uh, wants to come in as a terrorist. You know, we think of the Saudis on 9-11 had this uh, big, or men who were, you know, had a Saudi background, they weren't representatives of the country, had this big elaborate plan, you know, they're learning to fly, and they're going to take this day and do this time and, you know, do all this. But there's nothing to prevent anybody now, in a much easier fashion, get a dirty bomb, put it in a backpack, and cross the U.S.-Mexico border. Now, you have a one in three chance of getting caught, you know, so so send three different people to three different places, and that'll up your odds, and then you have a dirty bomb with a terrorist in the U.S.
2: Yesterday, I think they found 17 illegal immigrants stuck in the back of a refrigerated truck, including a four four or six-year-old child, they were literally almost frozen. Hmm. you know so oh, the reefer was running oh, and the the, and the reason people try right. the reason people try this is because they think they can get away with it if the border were strong i mean i don't want to see a 4 year old kid or a 6 year old kid get frozen to death or you know have some serious illness because of uh, they paid some coyote to smuggle them across the border if the border were tough and you knew the only way you could get into this country was through legal
1: immigration the incentive to try and cross and do these dangerous things would be removed 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. Dan, go right ahead. You're our next caller.
5: Hey, good morning. Well, you know, I was watching some of the mainstream news last night, and they call it a r- racism that that Younglin won down in Virginia. Well, that, that is the biggest lie I ever heard. They didn't never mention that the same quote-unquote racist put in a black lady for lieutenant governor.
0: What? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they
5: put in a black lady for the lieutenant lady who was in the governor Marines. down there the in she's Virginia. Virginia. She's,
2: a, she's Jamaican. She's a naturalized American citizen who served in our Marine Corps.
1: She's a, right, she's a Marine. Okay, for, yep, I have her. And you know what's,
2: sir. what's even worse is members of the squad did not respond when asked to comment on the historic Virginia lieutenant governor election of Winsome Sears who will be the first woman lieutenant governor, the first black woman elected statewide and the first naturalized citizen to hold that position. Fox yeah. News reached out to the press secretaries of Representative Olivia Ocasio-Cortez, uh, Representative Ilan Omar, uh, Cori Bush, Rashida Tlaib and Ay- Ayanna Presley, and requested a comment on Sears win early Wednesday. None of the spokespeople responded to the requests uh, to, to comment on her
1: election. Well, I think what they would have said if they had the opportunity is, "Hi, we are really part of a significant issue facing the Democratic Party right now. We are trying to <laughs> kill this party before we ever get a chance <laughs> to have a successful term for our <laughs> president, and we are deeply sorry. Uh, we are going to try to work for good governance now and help the Republicans and the mainstream Democrats get some real progress down for working-class American families."
2: But they all commented But they didn't on say that. They he commented on the uh, lady in Boston who won the mayor's election, Michelle Wu. They referred to the election of some of these black women around the country as being incredible, but when asked about the Republican lieutenant governor of Virginia, had nothing to say about that at all. So in, o- in other words, it's okay to be a person of color. It's great if you get elected unless you're a Republican, and then it's <laughs> somehow bad.
5: Yeah, and yeah, it's, that's it. So who are the real racists who are the racists? It's the people calling people like us Republican conservatives Trumpers. They call us racists where the real racists are them.
1: Well, I think it's a human condition. I'm not sure it's, it's and goes I goes into one political party.
5: And President Biden was saying we have to change it. All all they have to do is go back to the the agenda was in force when they took office not change anything and you know what they could even win their next election if they would just follow what was in force when they took over instead of reversing everything just to be whatever and they would win their, they could win the next election
1: Dan, if you instead were... of
5: becoming
1: woke if you were suddenly strangely transformed into a Democratic strategist, what else would you do? You said, first of all, try to reinstate some of the good policies that they might have found when they came into office, if you think those policies are good. Uh, of course, you got to fix immigration. I mean, you really can't just, or at least, you know, get us back to the status quo sure. where you know, the borders a little bit more secure. What else would you what else would you tell President Biden that he's gonna to have to do? Let's suppose he strangely, you know, takes enough vitamin B that he's able to uh, do four more years. What what else should he do?
5: I'd tell him to ditch these crazy vaccine mandates. Get rid of that, get that out of your head. This is America, this is the home of the brave and the home of the free. We don't want no one telling
1: no us gotcha. what we're
5: supposed to stick in our arm. Okay. Let us decide. Hey, get rid of the mask mandates.
1: Any mandate, or, right?
5: Yeah, get rid of that idea that you're going to control the American people. And, you you know, get rid of that. Okay. And he could actually win again. But will
2: they? Well, look at, what's, it. look at what's going on in San Francisco. They're now mandating that all children over the age of five have to be man- to be vaccinated to appear in public, to, to enter a public place starting next week. Yep. yep. Know, that, that is insane. That, the that. science behind vaccinating these young children with what we have out there now isn't fully understood. They're only giving them a third of the dose. But we don't know what the long-term implications are going to be for children that young. And they're not as susceptible to getting the disease as people our age anyway. So why in heaven's name would we force them? I mean, not just request that they do it, not just suggest that they do it, but force them to do it to allow them to be out in public. That to me is unconscionable.
5: Yeah, unbelievable. And them poor kids that get that. So-called vaccine, they're guinea pigs to see, hey, we'll see what happens once they <laughs> take it.
2: Well, I'm not going to go that far, Dan. I don't yeah, think that's, I, I, truth, I, I, though, well, that's what you believe. The people,
5: everyone that took that, they don't know what the end result's going to be. We know over 100,000 died already.
2: No, from not from the vaccine. It. Not for a hundred thousand people died from getting the vaccine. That would have been a major news story anywhere.
5: And not, not on this news media. We have now. Well, what, what is on where the where side do you of get? Where, where, whoa, whoa,
2: whoa! Where do you get the hundred thousand people died from taking the vaccine? And which vaccine? Uh, it was hey, on OAN.
5: I, I heard it, and uh, now I'm not on social media, but I had friends tell me. What an outlet on there told
1: Yeah, O N has it
5: on the hospital records, but they're not gonna put it out there. But anyway, let let that go. I don't have a source for that, but I I know it I was told that by people that are on social media. I'm not on any social media. Well,
1: most of the stuff on Facebook is actually true, so we'll, we'll just <laughs> stipulate that. Excuse me, well, what world are you living in?
5: But if I, I may hear that, uh, you know, on uh, regular news at some point, sometimes they have stuff before you get it. On your regular
2: well, I'd be very careful outlets. about what you. I'd be very careful about what you repeat. Suppose I told you that some of my friends reported they saw Adolf Hitler walking down Market Street in Sunbury. Would you believe uh, me?
1: Well, that's
5: silly.
2: Well, no that's more silly, silly than
5: you know. You know what? It's a that's a whole different ball of wax than what I'm talking about. But uh, anyway, well, I my, have point, no my
2: doubt point was these my. People, my the point was that we should try to make certain make we understand. My point was we should understand or try to make certain that we verify something before we, we, we talk about it. I mean, I would not come up with 100,000. I'm sure somebody somewhere had a bad reaction to the vaccine and died. But 100,000 people, I think that would be a major news
1: story if on I, any outlet. And you do watch Fox, persons, so you would see it there. The,
2: if the
5: persons that told me that they might be listening, I don't know if they would call in and give their, where they got it from, that would be nice of them if they're listening. Uh, but that, they didn't make this up either and I know they didn't. They have, they got it from a reliable source but let that go you know, because I can. I'd like to have my own personal sources of information but, but if Anyway, if Biden would get off that the mandates and this, you know, heavy government control, like we, he could win.
1: All right, we but got you. Thank you so much. As he keeps
5: this personal, attacks on the American people.
1: All right, we he's got to Thank you, win. Thank you, so sir. That's
5: my advice. If I was. Yep. The,
1: We'll send her right down to Washington. We'll let him know. We'll tell Joe yep, what you had well, to say. And if he wins, it's your <laughs> fault. All right. Well, I don't.
5: You know, if he'd have kept the same agenda, you wouldn't have heard us people like me complaining. In fact, that's what we were hoping. Once he once he got in office,
1: well, this isn't an we agenda we were hoping problem. he'd
5: keep the same agenda. And there wouldn't be a whole lot to complain about. We were doing good here.
1: All right, we got you. Thank you so much, Dan. Really appreciate the call. Take care.
5: Have a great
1: one. This isn't an agenda problem, though. This is an action problem. Uh, one of our listeners, upper right-hand corner. Said, those people trying to get into the U.S. were not in danger of
2: freezing. The temp in the refrigerated truck was set at 58 degrees. Desperate people do desperate things.
1: All right. Thank you. Appreciate that. We do not inject fact into our closely held myths, though, please. Thank you, though. And next one. Said, uh, Winsome Sears
2: has basically been called the black face of white supremacy by the likes of MSNBC's
1: Joy Reid, who, in my opinion, is a racist. All right. We got you. Thank you so much. Thank Thank you for the text. We'll take more comers. Uh, During the 9 a.m. hour, we're going to enjoy open phones. This is News Radio 1070 WDK. OK, Sunbury, WDK. news time, 9 a.m.
0: Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan.
1: <laughs> All right. Welcome back to the KOK's live telephone talk show on the mark. We'll be talking about them momentarily. The Sunbury Motor Company, that's our sponsor. Toll free now line now wide open 1-800-795-9565. We're kind of focus on national issues here, but we could talk about local uh, topics too if there's something you'd like to discuss, maybe local elections. We did talk about the Milton race. That was a vote to w- a one vote difference at this stage, but there's still ballots to be counted uh, so we can discuss that that or some other local topic, you can email us at market.com or text us at 70236. We do have two new texts. So 70236 include the keyword OTM. We do have some news headlines. A former Sealands Grove Area School District assistant middle school principal, 40-year-old Christopher Morrison, has been sentenced to up to eight years in a state prison for asking teen girls for nude photos. He tried. to do so anonymously, but inadvertently revealed his personal information, and the girls took a screenshot of that and shared it. A Virginia man recently asked uh, us if we could publicize Victory Junction Camp in North Carolina. He walked all the way from North Carolina and Virginia and California and Oregon and back into Pennsylvania to do so, so we said yes. Steve Young has been walking 15,000 miles since March of 2020 to raise awareness for Victory Junction Camp.
2: Kids from 50 states and kids from all over the
1: world actually
6: have come to this camp since 2004 when it opened. Over
1: 40,000 children have come to this camp totally free to the families. He walked right into our studios and we had a chance to talk to him. You can hear his whole story on our podcast page. U.S. Congressman Fred Keller is leading the fight in Washington, D.C. to challenge President Joe Biden's COVID vaccine mandate. Congressman Keller says he and Indiana Senator Mike Braun are at the tip of the spear trying to introduce legislation to formally disapprove and nullify the vaccine mandate on private employees. Uh, Keller said the legislation evokes the Congressional Review Act, an official process that is in place for Congress to eliminate an executive branch rule. There are some gun laws in Pennsylvania that are being proposed that would help gun owners, but Senate Democrats say no way.
2: Senate Democratic Leader Jay Costa says Republican bills which would allow anyone to sue a municipality for enacting gun safety measures and let anyone over 18 carry a concealed firearm without a permit would make Pennsylvania
4: less safe. Concealed weapon legislation and a standing legislation were poised to run out of committees until we stepped up and made an issue of the fact that that's something that we need to be able to stop. And our members put together a series of amendments that we believe postpone things.
2: Instead, Senate Democrats are supporting measures advocated by Governor Tom Wolf, which would temporarily take guns away from those who would harm themselves or others, require the reporting of lost or stolen firearms within 72 hours, and close loopholes in the state's background check system. I'm Mark Sims.
1: The idea of a Northumberland County rail trail is advancing. According to a public notice uh, from the Northumberland County Anthracite Outdoor Adventure Area, they're considering a rail trail that would connect Sunbury to Mount Carmel on an abandoned rail line. Uh, The AOAA is helping to advance this. We have some of the details at WKOK.com. CBS News uh, projected overnight that when all the votes were counted, there was a Democrat who won yesterday. Leonard Steinhorn, who is occasionally on this show, uh, says Murphy is the first Democratic governor to be reelected in New Jersey since 1977.
4: For the
2: Democrats, Murphy's near-death experience is another warning shot, much like what happened in Virginia. Both states have large suburban populations that have been trending blue, and the Democrats have been depending on that for their margin of victory.
1: See, it wasn't a sweep yesterday. It was just a uh, uh, quite a few Republicans. <laughs> just kidding. All right. Finally, uh, in it's many wishful
2: a- thinking on the part of the left. I don't
1: know. I don't know. I think. <laughs> I think if you, you know, a real Democrat, which I'm barely one of those, if you're a real Democrat, you you recognize this as a full-blown rebuke, and okay. uh, you're going to have to do you're going to have to do something to fix it or at least mitigate. It. I think the momentum is so significant that uh, really it's just try to hold on to a few places. Well, you
2: better let the president know. He
1: doesn't seem to be. Um, uh, he doesn't get coming it. to grips with that reality. All right. And finally, from Minneapolis, USA, in the city where George Floyd was killed, they will not so-called defund the police. In Minneapolis, voters decided against a new public safety agency that would replace the police department. The mayor there insists the vote is not a blow to police reform. Shouts of defund the police came on strong after the death of Floyd in 2020. The officer who killed him was sentenced to 20 years in prison. Minneapolis had hoped to restructure the way police responses happen such a manner that there would be plenty of assistance and additional training for the individuals who would become the new Minneapolis police force. Voters said, no, just tweak what you got.
2: And wisely so. It's amazing that there are common sense people left out
1: there. Just a few in Minneapolis. Well, I guess. this
2: whole idea of defunding the police is so ridiculous. I mean, obviously, if you want to talk about police reform, additional training, those are valid topics. But you don't throw the baby out with the bathwater,
1: as the well, old. And you and I came go. up with a sort of an agreed-upon list of six or seven things that you could do to potentially enhance policing. But it has absolutely nothing to defund. Uh, probably cost more. Well, training costs money and everything else. Too. Well, they talk about these civilian review boards, but you know, let's face it: the way the structure
2: is in this country the police departments are subject to civilian scrutiny. In Pennsylvania, uh, it's an absolute. The mayors are in charge of the police department. Once the council funds a police department, once the council hires the policemen that are going to be on the police department, it becomes the mayor's responsibility. It's civilian oversight over the police and that's the way it's always been in this state and probably most of the other states too. And in township too. supervisors oversee police. If they have a police department in their township, sure, there's sure. a civilian authority over top of the police department. So, I mean, the question becomes what does that civilian authority do? Do they do they actually exercise oversight? Do they look at the operations of the department? Do they question the people in the department, the police chief and ask them, you know, to explain why they do certain things? You know, that's, I think, what, what's supposed to be happening. You know, then you get this large review board that wants to micromanage everything the police
1: do, and that's not a good thing either. Are there any review boards around here? I'm not familiar with any, but uh, maybe there some— There was
2: talk about having—wasn't there talk about having one in Sunbury? Not necessarily a review board, but some— Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. citizen's
1: yeah. advisory panel. Yeah, that was citizens one of Advising Mayor Advising Karlovich's uh, right. initiatives when he started. And maybe he did do that. You know, they I could, don't they know, could know whether that be meeting or not. We wouldn't know, so.
2: No, but, I mean, you know, the opportunity— idea is, I guess, that civilian authority has control of the police, and that should be the mayor.
1: Well, we'll take some calls on that if you wish to. In Minneapolis, it was a significantly uh, extensive sweeping reform that was defeated. It wasn't any tweaking to the department. It wasn't just the appointment of an advisory board. It had a wide range of elements to it, and it was a referendum. So that well, someone who's the terribly noble.
2: high on PCP, they're standing in front of you waving a knife they're totally out of control who do you want coming a social worker or a guy with a gun well that's true but <laughs> i want well, the guy with the gun
1: now this is just minneapolis example and i i i have re- read i've not read more one of their actual proposal was that could there not be a um, a, a way that so a psychologist or social a socialist, a socialist <laughs> or a social worker we have enough of them or an additional helper could be with the police either In person or um, to do what? Sort of on somebody else, like at the dispatch centers, that could help.
2: It becomes somebody else the policeman has to protect, you know. If if no, no, they
1: wouldn't, they wouldn't, well, they wouldn't necessarily be there in person.
2: I've heard calls go in and uh, from the Schmuck Dam Police Department, other police departments, where they're looking for a mental health professional to help them. Mm -hmm. They call the mental health professional in when they feel it's warranted.
1: They don't just show up on the scene. Right. Well, this would be somebody who would communicate with them probably in the manner that a a dispatcher would reach out to them and say, okay, you know, you're the on-call, let's say, psychologist, and uh, it would become a function of dispatching, not policing itself. Uh, Control,
2: I'm standing here. Uh, Mark Lawrence is being threatened by a guy high on PCP with a knife. Uh, How
1: do I, what should I do? (laughs) <laughs> well, okay, so that's pretty, pretty volatile. Uh, are there any other imaginary scenarios that you can come up with? Where
2: sure, but that's the one
1: that's most dangerous for both the victim and the officer. Well, in which case, you know, the, you know, I think layering on some additional help for the officers through dispatch isn't going to be the solution. But you know, regardless, the uh, uh, municipality Minneapolis said no, but the police chief says okay well then you know we'll we'll, there certainly were some agreeable elements of this and that's what we'll work on all right 1-800-795-9565 we actually have open phones we talked about the election including the voting in minneapolis but we can talk about anything that is on your mind 1-800-795-9565 you can email us at on the mark at com. eric is on the line from port trevorton pennsylvania good morning sir you're on the mark
7: Good morning, gentlemen. Thank you for taking my call. Called earlier this week and said about the importance of voting and so forth. Wondering how the people in Milton are feeling who didn't vote and realizing that if they they and a couple of their friends would have voted, they could have swung that election. Just wondering how those people are feeling today, the ones who didn't vote and are concerned about who their mayor is. You
1: know? I would suspect they are not concerned about who their mayor is.
7: Yeah. Yeah, well, um they should be. Uh, just, just, this is the fact we're talking about now. The mayor controls the police department. Well,
1: you know? and that's why you uh, see uh, obviously,
7: but you know,
1: you see a lot um, of candidates that conduct. Hey, you, to- you see a lot of candidates that conduct a voter registration drive at the same time. You know, they hand you their information and in a separate piece of paper. Say, and here's the voter registration form. If you're not a registered voter, so here's how you become registered. Uh,
7: second thing. Uh, <laughs> God bless Dan and his his world who lives in up in New Berlin. and I don't know what they're, they're breathing up there. But God bless Dan and his you know hundred thousand people have died from the uh, died from the uh, uh, shots. But uh, here here here's real life. We we know how many uh, millions have died from the COVID. Dan had it himself said he had a rough time of it. And still, these people refuse to get the shots. Okay, don't get the shots. Uh, as far as kiddos, um, my my grands are getting their shots on Saturday. You know, as soon as they can get them. Uh, my thoughts This uh, inoculate your kids, don't inoculate your kids. I don't think, I believe at this point, that you should be forced to, but realize then if your child is not inoculated, your child should be wearing a mask. I'm not saying like in, in uh, San Francisco they can't go out in public, but we know that the mask protects other people from you. It holds the, most of the droplets in and so forth, reduces the communicability. So if you don't want to inoculate your kids, fine. Then, then put up with putting masks on your kids and sending them to school. Otherwise, you know what? Inoculate them, because it is it is proven to be at this point safe. So that's my point of view.
1: Okay, well, you're entitled to that. Well, about a third of parents are with you; they're going to do it. A third of the parents say maybe later, and a third of the parents say no. So that's that's the general rule that we're looking at now.
7: And Joe, I'm I'm agreeing with you. To say there's less of a risk of the kids, but. Uh, I think one of the reasons that that uh, San Francisco is taking a huge uh, stand on this is they realize that those kids, uh, although they, they may not get sick, they communicate they can, they're, 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 you know they can communicate that you know they, they, they won't get the sick but then still that's the same virus, same virus they'd be spitting out to other people who could pick it up and unfortunately, a large part of you know the elderly population or whoever aren't inoculated to those kids are carriers to their teachers and other places so you know,
2: But statistically, that's unlikely to happen.
7: Statistically, but explain the statistic to some older person who gets it and dies. You know, statistics don't mean anything until you're part of the statistics, isn't that right?
2: Well, I don't, you know, how many young people are hanging around old people every single day, unless their grandparents are watching them, then that would be a special circumstance. But still, Mm -hmm. that we have gone through, what, uh, over a year now? and not vaccinating kids between the ages of 5 and 11, and how many of those children have passed away from having the virus, given the well, number of remembering
7: people- Well, we that, that, that we had these mask mandates and still fight about mask mandates in school. Yeah, but no, now no, stop my, and think my about thought it. Is, My thought is if we, we can inoculate, and then those kids who are inoculated then don't have to wear the mask. The kids who don't inoculate, their parents choose not to wear
2: what the mask. About, what about other illnesses? The kids are sitting there rebreathing the same germs all day long. Those that moist air because they're wearing a mask. You know, I don't think that's. I think that the health implications of that have yet to be determined, as far as I'm concerned. And I think that's potentially dangerous.
7: Well, I'm, I'm still saying, uh, you know. Inoculate or, or 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 wear the mask. You know, you have, you have choices
1: now. So do it. <laughs> all right, we got you. Thank you so much, Eric. either word, either way, it. you're mandating it, Eric. <laughs> all right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. Got two texts and one email. We'll read those on the radio when we come back. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. Talking about mask mandates, which lots of folks aren't interested in any mandates of any sort at all whatsoever, and so we can discuss that. Talked about immigration a little bit earlier today. Local issues, maybe there's a local uh, topic, how close some of the races were. Uh, Victoria Rosenkranz, in our initial count, was, we saw that she was behind. She came in third place in a two-way race uh, by eight votes. I think the final margin was 11 before the official recount tomorrow. But uh, yes, yeah, so some close races around here. one 800 What's your view on all of these topics? We'll be right back.
4: When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way.
1: All right, welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. You'll read this, then hit
2: delete. All right, Joe, perhaps this article, one of many, can shed some light on your skepticism of the adverse side effects of the vaccines. The lamestream media ignore these collected facts. And he sent an article, a dentist did, sent an article uh, that says more than 726,000 COVID vaccine injuries are reported. That's not 100,000 deaths, it's 726,000 injuries. And this is from childrenshealthdefense.org. And are those children, 726,000 children who? have been injured? no, well, but they have a lot of statistics, so. Okay. okay. Uh, then here's some information I would like to have, and possibly other people would as well. Could WKOK start giving the age groups of each person that died from COVID? These numbers would be very helpful. Did they
1: even release that? Uh, I don't know. For a long time, they didn't. But then as time went on, they were able to add more and more detail. We'll send this to Matt. That's not a terrible question. Yeah, it is a very interesting question, but, you know. It's not kids, I can tell you that. It's all over 20 because they they come through in the adult numbers
2: Well, when you get to be my age, you look at the obituaries every day and you look down and say, older, older, younger, younger, older. Yeah, (laughs) that is sad. And when I see older, I just assume that maybe it was COVID or something
1: related to it. I want to tell you a little bit more about the 2021 Bronco Sport Badlands that uh, I have been in this. It sounds wonderful. It has a uh, sort of that rumbling (laughs) exhaust system that makes a little bit more noise than some. 2.0 liter, four-cylinder engine, so uh, your gas mileage is going to be, you know, way up into the mid-20s and up to 30. Four-cylinder turbocharged EcoBoost motor with a start-stop technology. This particular one came with a power moonroof, reverse sensing system so you don't back into stuff like I have done on more than one occasion. Uh, wireless phone charging pad, so you just put your phone down on the pad. It starts to charge it while you're driving around, and uh, it's a rapid charger, too. It's not just, you don't have to drive to Florida in order to get your phone fully charged. Uh, of course, it has a dual zone, uh, temperature AC so your passenger can keep uh, their temperature at the right level. 10-speaker Bang & Olufsen Sound System. So this is really a luxury vehicle and it's $37,000. So order one up. They have six GOAT modes. Those are the forward-moving GOAT modes. They have slippery, normal, mud, sand eco, and that's what I would keep it on, and Joe would keep it on sports so that he can exceed the post at legal speed limit, and this is a wonderful vehicle, and it's small, too. It has a short from front to back, but the wheelbase is still 127 inches, so how about that? So you're going to get a smooth ride out of a smaller SUV. It's the 2021 Bronco Sport Badlands. They had one down at the Sunbury Motor Company. may be there for all I know, so go up there, check it out, or go over there, down there, check it out, and they would just love to do business with sunburymotors.com that is the sponsor of the on the mark show so we uh, thank them for being on board and uh, we just uh, want you to get the same kind of treatment i've had they super serve their customers at the sunbury motor company Okay, sir, what else?
2: Oh, I thought you we were taking a break. Well, you know, I, I love this story. We talk about the mainstream media. This is from the Tribune News Service. And, you know, you don't think this is a little biased. The headline is, Florida governor starts vulgar Biden chant, proposes election police force, and suggests banning ballot drop boxes. Doesn't that sound awful?
1: That's mean, the headline. He's is, a mean governor. Oh, he's a horrible. mean
2: man. Says Governor Ron DeSantis embraced a viral chant meant as a vulgar insult to President Joe Biden and vowed to push for more election law changes next year during an official event that turned into a campaign rally at the West Palm Beach Airport on Wednesday. DeSantis called for a new law enforcement agency to probe election irregularities and suggested he would ban ballot drop boxes despite having signed a law two years ago supporting them. The governor referred to Brian... Biden, a Biden as Brandon, a reference to the viral <laughs> Let's Go Brandon chant popularized in conservative media. Not just conservative media, it's been popularized all over the uh, country. I think
1: it's, yeah, it went global. Yeah,
2: they had it at the Glasgow summit. Then in, in case we didn't get the point, the chant is a code for F. Joe Biden and stems from a reporter at an Ascar event saying during a TV interview with driver Brandon Brown that the F. Joe Biden chant heard in the background was the crowd saying Let's Go Brandon. Uh, since then, the chant has been popularized in songs, and I understand that something like three of the top five songs in the country have Let's Go Brandon in some form what? or another. Are you familiar with that? No. I don't, Rob, That's are fine. you familiar with that? Have you, I don't know whether they're country no, songs. I it might be country. It might be country, but supposedly two or three of the top five songs have Let's Go Brandon is either a theme or a. Um, well, people exchange songs on MP3. Maybe that's how they're getting it. Well, that, that could be. Uh, anyhow, since then, the chant has been popularized in songs, posters, and signs, and has recently been adopted by Republican office holders. Uh, well, every Republican office holder I know has that's our greeting. <laughs> <You know? laughs> DeSantis affiliated political committee, the Friends of DeSantis, hinted that the governor would reference the chant on Tuesday when it sent a campaign email entitled LGB. It called the chant "America's latest cheer craze" and said it needled Biden, and proceeded to refer to Biden as Brandon for the rest of the email. DeSantis's reference prompted a "Let's Go Brandon" chant by the crowd at the Hilton Palm Beach Airport, where the governor has previously held what amounted to a raucous rally attended by supporters. Or raucous, either way. DeSantis smiled as the crowd chanted, and then went into a detailed explanation of the chant. <laughs> You know, this has been typical in this country forevermore. You know, political political dissent, we find some way well, somebody does little, something like
1: this. This is a little. Although, if they went into a chant of "Let's go, Brandon," that's a little bit more decorum than the folks who started the chant. Well,
2: Grover Cleveland uh, assumed responsibility for a child that born out of wedlock that may have been his, may not have been his. But the chant at the time when he was running was "Ma, Ma, where's my paw?" And the Democrats turned it around, or the Republicans, you know, the Democrats turned it around with gone to the White House, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> you know, so this has been typical in this country for years. You know, we, we've just done that. We, we and something so you, funny will come up. you
1: find most noteworthy is the fact that it's considered vulgar to say, let's go, Brandon. Well, that's what they say. Adopt starts a vulgar Biden chant. It makes it sound like.
2: Governor DeSantis was there yelling F Joe Biden F Joe Biden but that, you know, come on
1: but it he, but he was actually they were actually yelling let's go brandon let's go okay. brandon now, do
2: you think? And somebody, because the other day when I signed, we signed off the program. I said, "Let's go, Brandon," because we were talking about it. Mm-hmm. You know, do you do you find that offensive? I mean, the FCC hasn't added that to the list of offensive <laughs> say- things we're not allowed to say on the radio anymore.
1: No, and I, I think it's funny because, and I mean, in a manner of speaking, because it, it's uh, it's sort of life in this these United States phenomenon. It's so widespread now. You know, like President Trump, of course, had a lot of detractors. Probably a third of the country. <laughs> would have just as soon, you know, not ever been born. And a third of the country liked him. And, you know, a third of everybody else was probably somewhere in the middle. But there was no globally popular F.U. <laughs> Trump. I mean, there certainly were people that, you know, were adamantly opposed to him. And that's, you know, that's sort of goes with uh, being a decider, like he was. But um, this is significantly more Widespread than anything that was against President Trump. Well,
2: there's a song called Somebody Gotta Do It. And the lyrics are I, Let's Go Brandon. I keep a drum like I'm Nick Cannon. I I Burr Burr. Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> Pandemic ain't real. They just panned it and I I they just panned it. Let's go, Brandon. I that not- doesn't sound like a very good song to me, but well
1: no, the lyrics don't tell you anything. It's the tune. We gotta hear the tune. All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five Al, last caller before a quickie break. Go right ahead, you're on the mark.
8: Well I can see what people find offensive. And one thing I find offensive is uh, the same people that were putting their lives on the line to serve us and drive the COVID uh, are now the people that they may have contracted COVID 19, even themselves, and recovered. And um, now they want to fire them. That's offensive.
1: I mean, the, the, you mean like the medical heroes? This five percent of the Geisinger staff that won't get a vaccine?
8: And everything else. Uh, everybody that put their life on the line—fire firefighters, all the essential workers. Now they're mandating. That's offensive. I mean, Trump really never hurt anybody like that, but this guy's deserves what he's getting because he's hurting families. He's hurting the people that put their lives on the line to keep this country running. While we were in the middle of this. Scandemic, pandemic. I mean, it was bad, but uh, we we overdid it. But now he's gone too far, and that's why I find it offensive what he's trying to do to this country. So he he deserves what he's getting.
1: You mean President Biden's vaccine mandate on individual companies or big companies?
8: Yeah, it, nobody should be mandated to do anything.
1: Yeah, vaccine mandate, that seems onerous to me, th- that you should have to undergo medical <laughs> procedure. It should be, you know, up to you. Uh, let me, um, President, or is he a President Keller? That's funny. Uh, not yet, but <laughs> not someday. Yet, no. uh, Fred Keller said <laughs> this week, <laughs> President <laughs> Biden is expected to issue a temporary emergency standard ETS to officially mandate vaccine requirements for employees at private businesses with more than 100 employees. The rule will affect more than 80 million Americans and impose $14,000 fines for those who don't comply congressman keller says the ets is a highly inappropriate invasion of what should be a personal medical decision about which incidentally he should know nothing after the abortion discussions that we've had with him anyway he threatens to worsen uh, he says this threatens to worsen the labor shortage and further disrupt supply chains which that would be true it's funny how all of a sudden fred Keller is like personal medical decisions should be personal Unless of course it's abortion in which case he's it's not. To
8: everybody in America. Am I on? Yep. He's giving it to everybody in America what he's getting back. He's just saying to the American people, I don't care about you. I'm gonna give everybody four hundred and fifty thousand dollars to their family members, up to a million dollars that were separated at the border. What's that saying to the American people? He
2: denied he, he, he denied, he, he denied he that, that yesterday. yesterday. Al Al, Al Al, Al, he denied that yesterday, he said it wasn't true. <laughs>
8: Well they said he's out of the loop. Okay. Well that's happened. probably true. Yeah, I he's would out of the loop.
1: it's so he's far out of the from
8: loop. he doesn't know. They want to settle this by the end of November. They want it out by the end of November and they're not going to contest them because the optics would look bad.
1: Okay. They
8: want to, they want to settle by the end of November with the $450,000 up to a million dollars a family. And when somebody dies for our for our country, Protecting us over here so we can be free and have liberties, they only get four hundred thousand dollars, and that's for the whole family. It doesn't matter how many kids they have, they don't even go up to a million dollars.
1: Okay. All right, we got you. Thank you so much, Al. (laughs) Yep, appreciate yep. the call. 1-800-795-9565. President Biden's vaccine mandate, of course, gathering the attention of a lot of people in Washington, D.C., Democrats and Republicans. Uh, I've got a song here, but maybe we'll have to preview it. Yeah, before. you preview it during the break. <laughs> during one the break. of our listeners, who's very woke, sends you a note, says, Joe, they are rap songs. They're at the top of the iTunes charts for rap
2: songs. You got that? Okay, well, this one sounds like a country song. It's by an artist named Bryson Gray. Does that sound like a a rap artist to you, No. (laughs) Okay. Sounds more country. Okay. uh, Another texter says, i got to feel sorry for all the Brandons out there, considering the MSM mainstream media now considers that name to be vulgar. And, yes, I did hear one of the comedians said, and just like that, nobody named their kid Brandon anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let's go, Brandon. DeSantis didn't start the chant. The crowd did. Yes, he did call the Biden administration the Brandon administration. I have a nephew named Brandon. I'll have to ask him how, how he's faring. Uh, PA school vaccine requirements are some. Uh, some are tetanus, diphtheria, uh, cellular pertussis, polio, measles, mumps, rubella, hepatitis B, chicken pox, MCV. Why no? So why not have out COVID-19 vaccine? Yeah, they ran out of it. Uh, the vax doesn't prevent COVID or deaths from it. I know several vaxed co-workers that got the Wu flu, so they were spreading it and they went unmasked. Now what? right and then if someone is in a 52 degree weather for a long period without proper clothes can get hypothermia so being in a refrigerated truck for a long period is bad i agree with that uh, let's see. Of course, everything about COVID and the vax on Facebook is true because they ban everything they deem to be false. <laughs> right. Yeah, they, yeah. Don't worry, folks. Mark Zuckerberg is screening the falsehoods He's taking on care on of Facebook. us. God bless you. <laughs> so you're okay. One more. Then, Joe, you're right. The vax Nazis don't know the long-term effects of the vax for adults, let
1: alone kids, yet push the mandates. All right. We've got a good email coming in, so we're going to read that in the radio, but we'll take more comers. 1-800-795-9565. Talking about vaccine mandates and President Biden is interested in one for... Companies that are 100 or more employees in the U.S., Uh, that seems onerous. Hospitals, Geisinger's going to lose about 5% of their workers with the new vaccine mandate there. Is that right? Now, if you run a private medical facility, should you have a vaccine mandate? You know, you want everybody to come in and know that everybody on board is vaccinated. Would that not be to your advantage? What's your view on this? It's an opinion show. Call us 1-800-795-9565. I keep drawing my comedy
7: canning Hey, let's go, Brandon. Pandemic ain't real, they just plan it. Hey, hey, let's go, Brandon. When you ask questions, they stop banning. Hey, hey, let's go, Brandon. Hey, hey, let's go, Brandon. Hey, let's go, Brandon. Hey, brand I keep it drawn like I'm Nick Cannon. Hey, hey,
1: let's go, Brandon. Wow, that's pretty good. I, I like that Somebody one. Gonna have to download that. All right, i I'd say Bryson Gray is, in fact, a rapper. <laughs> yep, he sure is. All right, we got a good doc on the line. Good morning, sir. Thanks for calling in.
6: Good morning. How are you today?
1: Good, good, good. We've been talking about masks and vaccines for kids and mandates. What's your view on all this?
6: I I just had to comment about uh, uh, your colleague there's concern about wearing a mask, kids wearing a mask for an extended period of time. You know, lots of people, doctors and nurses, are wearing the same mask all day long. They're not getting sick. Again, these masks are preventing things from coming in, as well as going out. And what's coming out is already in your body. So it is not gonna go ahead and predispose you to getting really sick by wearing a mask. Likewise, in terms of the anti-vaccine people, I, I really, truly fail to comprehend this. We already mandate multiple vaccines, measles, mumps, polio, for kids to be able to go to public schools are all these people now want to roll back history and go back to when we didn't we're not giving those and then putting kids at risk and other people for getting these all these diseases that do have significant side effects and and it was Trump and God bless him for this uh, that he was the one who really promoted the development the continued development I will say because these things have been in development for some time. They've been working on SARS virus uh, vaccines for a long period of time. So it wasn't like this was just done in three months. They've been working on things, but indeed it was Trump who really got the money to go up front to really finalize the development of specific vaccines and God bless them for that. And I, I just, I fail to re- understand why we don't want to do these things, especially when, while it may not be affecting everybody, it, your choice is affecting other people. And, you know, hospitals are filling up with, and, and still have patients in there with COVID who are sick, who are gonna get die. Over 700,000 people have already died from this disease. And it is absolutely known that your risk of dying from covid when you have the vaccine is less than 1% compared to your risk when you uh, dying if you're not vaccinated.
2: Well, let, so, let me ask you a question I, Dr. Cochran. Uh, do you think that uh, some place like Los uh, I'm sorry, uh, San Francisco where the, they signed a mandate that children between the ages of 5 and 11 will need to be vaccinated to go out in public is isn't that overreach?
6: well can you answer my questions first
2: okay what was yours
6: i i, I don't understand why you were so opposed to vaccines i'm not they i i've been vaccinated
2: it? my grandchildren have been vaccinated my my oldest grandson's been vaccinated my wife and i've been vaccinated we're signed up to get we're going to sign up to get the booster i'm Are not you personally opposed, to opposed
6: to it? mandated vaccines when we already mandate vaccines for kids for, for
2: years yeah, and that years was and me, years. That was me to to opposed to, to mandates. That's Mark opposed to mandates, not me. It just it just but seemed to me,
1: opposed. I understand your point, but it seemed to me that uh, dequ- requiring everybody in larger companies to get vaccinated is is overreach into our personal lives, and I think people should be able to make their own health care decisions. If they don't want to get vaccinated and they're in a company, then maybe they'll have to wear a mask until this whole thing is do- said and done. But I, I just think to to force somebody to undergo a medical procedure, I understand there's other vaccines, but the, none of those vaccines are new vaccines. We sort of know what they do and what they don't do, and uh, I, I think a vaccine mandate is overreach. But I'd still like to hear your answer to my question about the five to eleven year olds re-
2: being having a vaccine required before they go out in public in San Francisco. I think he answered that. Were you in favor of that?
6: Uh, uh, well, I I I think vaccines are extremely important now when it comes to kids and i understand there are side effects with this vaccine for kids there are side effects for kids with all the other vaccines as well unfortunately but for the good of the community these vaccines have had and the individuals at times have dramatic effect now do you mandate it already for these kids at this stage of the game I I don't feel necessarily compelled you have to do that, but I am not opposed to mandating vaccines for healthcare workers or when private companies are mandating that that they want their employees vaccinated. Again, everybody's getting vaccinated already, but vast majority of people, uh, excluding the Amish here in PA. And uh, I just don't understand the specific concerns about this vaccine and these, you know, uh, issues that have been put out there, that there's chips in the vaccine, they're going to monitor
1: you. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the government topic.
6: wants to monitor you, everybody's got a freaking cell phone.
1: <laughs> right. They will follow. Yeah, we'll like, no we'll argument just ask, ask Google I mean, where they are. They know. That's
2: pretty far out. But, you know, I think the argument that we get a lot of times is that as traditional vaccines are defined, this isn't a vaccine. It doesn't prevent you from getting it the way, let's say, a smallpox vaccine prevents you from getting smallpox. And people are saying, since the efficacy isn't 100%, why should I take something that I'm not sure will benefit me in the long run, that there may be um, something I can't foresee that will come about health-wise as the result of taking this.
6: Uh, I I will disagree. I don't think all vaccines are 100% guaranteed uh, to prevent the disease, you get from getting the disease. They dramatically decrease your risk and again if you're vaccinating the community as a whole, then your risk of getting it is is further diminished if you're vaccinated because with everybody being vaccinated there's not going to be as many of those particular bugs around
1: well, all right we got you anything else to add we got an open mic uh please no, go right ahead I,
6: I enjoy your show and and i love the the controversy and People being able to express their
1: opinions. Call again. And you're you welcome to come anytime. and visit us as well, too. Don't tell Joe Stender you're coming over, though. This, <laughs> this will be on the QT. <laughs> he's your outreach uh, scheduler, PR person. So, all right. Thank That's you so doctor. much, Doc. Really appreciate the call. Care. Take care. Dr. William Conkren, gastroenterologist, pediatrician at Geisinger. So we, uh, uh, of course, he's calling in as a private citizen, right. I think. Here, so we appreciate that. All right, Joe. I'm going to hit the break, and when I come back, you have about nine panels to read. In front of you, so we'll let you do I'm that. I'm ready.
2: I'm going to be listening to "Let's Go, Brandon" while
1: i right, okay? Right Back going. to the rap. Okay, <laughs> Joe loves that rap song. All right, welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. Joe, you just start reading. All right,
2: our friend Doug says, What's even more hilarious than the Let's Go Brandon chant and what it implies is the fact that liberals and the media don't get that this chant is also making fun of the media itself. The reporter who said the crowd was chanting Let's Go Brandon obviously knew what the crowd was saying, but didn't want to acknowledge that it was anti Biden. So she made something up and it backfired. And to see the left acting like this is a horrible and offensive thing, makes the whole thing even more laughable. I received my Let's Go Brandon shirt the other
1: day and can't wait to wear it proudly. Signed, Doug. <laughs> I didn't know that anybody was uh, acting like it's horrible and offensive. I think a lot of well, people the, are laughing at Well, the
2: Tribune it. News Service did, this story oh, they that I read you earlier. Yes, vulgar. It's vulgar. <laughs> then. Gotcha. Um, As a a requirement for school vaccinations, they are public schools paid for by everyone, not just the parents. I just pay my school taxes. I've been uh, paying them for decades. I am paying for other people's children. Parents are free to pay for private schools. They can have their children learn from home for free, but that doesn't give them free babysitting. The public schools are paid for by the public. They should be run by what benefits all of the community, not just the parents' personal choice. There you go. Well said, thank you. And then we have um, some uh, texts. Hey doc, all the current vaxes have been proven. Unlike COVID vax, kids tend to wear masks that are dirty and are getting sick from the bacteria on them. Uh, all of the required vaxes for schools have been proven over the long term. Unlike the COVID non-vax. And then medical mandates of any kind are unconstitutional and pure evil. How about the government mandates permanent steriliz? How about if the government mandates permanent sterilization of men and women over the age of thirty, forty, fifty, whatever? Didn't ran out of ran out of uh, characters there all before right. they finished the email. Mike, you're on the mark.
9: Yeah, I was uh, listening to the doctor speak on the uh, vaccine, and what you guys were saying about uh, Joe Biden's uh, mandate coming up. Are public school teachers in Pennsylvania going to be subject to that mandate?
1: Well, they're um, already required to wear masks in classes from. No, I'm, As- I'm talking
9: about not the mask, the uh, vac- vaccination mandate.
2: You know, I don't know. Does it cover uh, public school employees?
1: Mm, I don't know. I don't I do not believe teachers at this stage are, are required think, to I get don't. vaccinated. <laughs> I think no, the they're governor... not
2: required.
9: And, they, and to my knowledge, uh, I, like I said, I asked the assistant secretary of education in Pennsylvania on the TV, you know, a couple weeks ago. And she says, no, their teachers are not subject. So, you know, we're hearing all this concern about children. OK, that's the Democrat mantra. The children, everything's for the children. Yet you're going to you know, let kids go in these classrooms. And Joe Biden is not going to mandate that the teachers unions be vaccinated. I don't get it. The, the, to me, it's just another one of these things that shows the true colors of the Democrat left. If they're really cared about children and they're really cared about the virus, they would say classroom teachers also are going to be subject to the mandate. Now, I'm not in favor of the mandate. Don't get me wrong there. I'm just pointing out the hypocrisy of the Democrat left.
2: Well, you know, I, I think that you make an interesting point, but... You know, if society will benefit from it, for example, let's say it was mandated that you get the polio vaccine and you get it. I mean, it is, in fact, mandated, isn't it? You can't get into school. We can't
1: get into schools without it. So that
2: tends to make all of us who got got any kind of an education victims, if you will, of (laughs) that mandate. But, you know, my problem is that this still is not settled science, I don't think. Do you? no exactly and and that's the thing the doctor was talking you know
9: he, he threw up the thing well you know we have all these other uh vaccines that are required do you want to stop them and have all the ill effects no nobody want, well maybe there are some people but generally speaking most people are in favor of the vaccines that but went through are... an extremely long trial and test period which this one did not and that's where people have an issue and also they use logic. They say, hey, I'm 35 years old. If I get it, I'm surviving. You know, 99.74% <laughs> of the time they're going to survive. And, and so they're making a choice. Do I want to take a vaccine that's basically an experimental vaccine? Or do I want to take my chances surviving when I know they're pretty darn good? And now they're finding out they're going to have immunity. that's uh, probably better than the vaccine if they get the virus and survive.
1: Well, I think people are worried about uh, the Delta variants and other variants. I think you're worried about having the disease, even though you might get it mildly, as you can still spread it to other people, even people who are vaccinated or to unvaccinated people. I think it's uh, certainly noteworthy that uh, this idea that the that this type of vaccine has been around for a decade or so and has been tried and tested and is safe. But, uh, again, it's just a decade or two of research. It hasn't been around as long as the polio vaccine or the ones that... Well, Joe got when he was a kid.
2: The doctor made a good point that these vaccines have been in trial and um, testing and development for some period of time. But when it came down to it, they wound up getting emergency approval. You know, so that was saying it wasn't wasn't settled science. Okay, but still... You know, people people are, I think, concerned when when we have this sh- very shortened period of time over which they were developed. And yet, I agree with him. God bless Donald Trump for pushing it and making it available to us. And I chose to get it the minute I could get it.
1: I've had my booster. I have had been my boosted. booster yet. But still. <laughs> I'm feeling boosted. All right, Mike, we'll give you the last word. Go right ahead.
9: Think think of the, da- you know, everybody that's a pro vaxxer out there, okay, and and when they want the mandate. Think of the damage that Biden. And Kamala Harris did when they basically said they didn't want anything to do with this vaccine because it was the Trump vaccine. I mean, the tremendous amount of damage that that had
2: done.
1: I don't. I, I disagree. I don't even think anybody remembers it except you. Well, I remember it. Well, I Joe, of course, didn't, wanna, didn't yeah. want to take the <laughs> Trump
2: vaccine. I don't trust Trump. He's going to kill
1: us. It's, you have a very selective <laughs> memory. All right, Mike okay, has you, the same selective memory.
9: that line. Okay. Thanks, hey, Mike. Have a good day, man. Thank, Thank you, here.
1: Mike. Thank you, everybody who called in today, including Doctor Cochran. We appreciate that. We'll take more comers tomorrow. We will have open phones tomorrow's Financial Friday as well. Ben Reikley will be here in the Greater Susquehanna Valley Chamber of Commerce. This is WKOK Sunbury, ten o'clock.